This week on Lower Earth Orbit, we review Rayman Legends. Welcome to Low Earth Orbit. I'm Scott Stevenson. I'm Steve Marmon. I'm Justin Voss. So this week, we're playing Rayman Legends. It's a multi-platform game from Ubisoft. It's been on uh, PS4, I think Xbox One. You can get on PC, a whole bunch of different platforms, probably more by the day. Uh, we played it on PS4, and I don't think any of us had played any of the Rayman games before. So I think it was all pretty much new, brand new experience for all of us. It's a local co-op game. So we um, we all sat down and played it. And if you're listening to the audio version, you may want to check out the video of us playing. Um, there's, there might be a lot of bleeping of things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's basically, you know, it's, it's one of these. It's actually, in, in a lot of ways, it's very similar to Little Big Planet 3's gameplay. So you're just trying to get through the level, trying to help your friends. And it's kind of cooperative repetitive at some, some points a little bit. I guess Is that a word? <laughs> uh, might be now. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it doesn't have like the world building stuff from Little Big Planet, but it's the same kind of thing. There's all kinds of crazy stuff going on, and it's platform parts, mm-hmm. and um, and it has this really unique art style. It's it's uh, I think it's the UB Art Engine is what they call it. So the way they do it is they have the artists actually draw the things as if they're drawing a uh, cartoon. So they they actually talk about the fact that they use the concept art as the game art, and then they they kind of wire it up. Um, yeah, I know. It seems like they take like the textures and they just like some squash and stretch, and they like do like some wobbly bits and things. There's a lot of wobbly yeah. bits in this game, but like it's yeah, but it definitely has like a painted look to it. Not right? in that way. It's like, <laughs> it's like you know they opened up like Photoshop and used a tablet and like did all this yeah. crazy painting, but then it's, instead of rendering it in 3D, they just put an enormous amount of effort into rendering like really great 2D. Yeah, it looks good. It, yeah. it looks really great. Yeah, they had they they years ago they they had a. A press event where they showed off the engine that's used for this and actually the level editor for the thing mm-hmm. and it's just it's incredibly impressive because they'll just be you know they'll be playing through the game they'll just jump into edit mode and like move something around mm-hmm. and cool. then move on so it got a lot of press that way um but you know we're just playing the game today <laughs> <laughs> so uh so steve um you i think you you basically liked little big planet 3 it was kind of crazy but you said you enjoyed it yeah so how does how does this compare to that um it was similar um I think I enjoyed the the art style for Little Blue Planet more. I mean, it was really? interesting here, but I don't know. It felt like I don't know DreamWorksy or something. It was. It just felt mm. like it wasn't. It was nice, but it it wasn't charming. Um, well, you did have a Kermit costume. So I so I did like the character that I played. <laughs> I played in the Little Blue Planet a lot. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to beat that. I mean, the character I played here was actually also pretty endearing, and so that kind of made up for the I think the larger art style kind of meh uh, that I felt. But um, yeah, it was one of those games where I wouldn't have played it, <laughs> and you guys not, uh, you know, uh, force you into it, basically. Uh, <laughs> and but I had a, I had a fun time playing it. I don't know that I'd play it again. I I, I did a really really terrible job with this game. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all did, especially when we got but to like, the I, Mexican especially level. Especially that job level, in this the game. Level was so like, I think I had enough of it. Like, I'm not really good at platformers, you know. And so I've had my fill platformers for a while. So, but it it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. We. I think we kind of maybe just scratched the surface of it. But, <laughs> um, but uh, Justin, what do you think? I thought it was good, but I think I'm kind of in Steve's boat where I'm not exactly, I think, going to run out and buy a copy. But uh, but it was definitely really entertaining, like, to play. I think just, like, the whole local co-op thing is, like, actually, like, yeah, a really yeah. fun, like, thing to do. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. But it was definitely, uh, I think the only like, even like tangentially Rayman thing that I've played is the Raving Rabbids, like yeah. nothing but like mini games thing for Wii. And that definitely has like sort of a weird, like sort of zany <laughs> thing going on. And that's definitely true for this too. We're yeah. just like, are we, did we just get turned into ducks? <laughs> is, that, is that like molten salsa is going to like kill us if we, and there's like this thing that flies around and like eats cake and the cake grows back. And you're just like, what? Oh my god! This is usually when you wake up. I know. <laughs> right? You're like, oh my gosh. So yeah, very, very strange, but entertaining. So I don't know. Would you, how would you compare not compare, but I guess, do you prefer the kind of 3D art style from Little Big Planet, or do you like this more? It's a little more 2D and cartoony. Um, or is it I just know. different? Different. I think it's different. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was strong preference one way or the other. What about you, Scott? Uh, yeah, I, I actually really dig this, and I think um, well, one of the things you did mention, which I really thought you would have, the soundtrack is phenomenal. The sound sound was, was really good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it it's. I mean, we had some trouble getting the sound to work, but like. If you have it all hooked up right, you've got it actually hooked up to your speaker system. Like it's fully orchestrated. Like it means it's incredible. And the, the I would say that the sound effects though were pretty grating, particularly in the duck level. Well, okay, all <laughs> oh, the quacking. <laughs> there, yeah, there's a running joke with the duck thing where it's like you're punching. Yeah, that's. There's no context I can provide that's going to make it make any sense. But when you're what? no, 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 no. no I, mean, I mean, out of context, when you're in, if you're in the duck level, there's extra duck duck sound effects, right? That you wouldn't. Oh, have. sure, yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I was like, is this a joke we're supposed to no, get? No, no, is this like some inside joke no, no. that I missed out on? I just okay. meant like out of if somebody hadn't played the game, like hearing the duck sure. thing, that's not going to make a lot of sense. There's one level where you are ducks, which is it's like the pineapple incident, like, right? Nobody really. Like, <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, what is the pineapple incident? <laughs> It's from how I met your mother. It's like one of the running gags. Like, is, think, it, is, it, is, it, is it a ripoff of the noodle incident from Calvin Hobbes? Oh, it probably is. Uh, oh. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I think by the end of the show, you may figure out what the pineapple incident is, but I don't think they never Calvin revealed, Hobbes, what, they they never never revealed no, what the noodle no. incident is, right? <laughs> anyway, spoilers. <laughs> Calvin Hobbes spoilers for those of you. <laughs> uh, we're talking about games or something, are we? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, uh, you know, so I think I think the the art style and the animation style is super unique, super cool. And like it just it's such a breath of fresh air, right? Because like everything mm. else by necessity, you know, I, Little Big Planet included is a very video gamey kind of look. And this mm. doesn't really look video gamey. I mean, I think they really they went for this thing that's, you know, a cartoon that you're playing. And mm. I really think they hit it. Mm. You know, I think it's really impressive. The soundtrack for me is is so it sells the experience of like being a little bit like a Disney movie, maybe DreamWorks, but I mean, you know, that kind of 2D animated thing, I think that's really fun. And I think it's just one of these situations where if you have your friends playing, it's like it, not, what's going on doesn't necessarily have to make sense. Mm-hmm. It's just so much fun. There's so much crazy stuff going on. And I think particularly if you're playing with kids, it's like it's going to amp that up even more, yeah. you know. And even, you know, there was, so there was one level where we were having a lot of trouble getting through it. And it was hard. And it was like we were like, oh, we kept dying. We kept dying. But I don't I don't I was still having fun, you know, like. Yeah, maybe up until the very end where it was like super, super hard. Yeah, but still, for the most part, like when we were dying, like two things. One is if you die, you can, you know, your friends can like unbubble you. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kind of nice. And the other we should clarify that what unbubble yeah. means. <laughs> so if you do, if you well, I mean, it's like a comment like Mario did it too. And there's a, a bunch of games that do yeah. it now. But if you if you have the three of us are playing and if one of us dies, you kind of turn into a bubble. So you can't interact with the world. Right. But one of the other players can just punch the bubble and you're back alive. Right. Basically. So as long as one of you is alive then you know, you're good. Yeah. Um, so which, kind of, which is also actually probably great for kids because, yes. like, the adult that's playing with them is less likely to die. So right. the kids can do whatever, and it's not game. Or over, maybe the other right? way around. But yeah. Or maybe the other way yeah. around. Yeah. 
so that you know that takes the edge off where it's like if you die with friends then you know they can just bring you back mm-hmm. and you're not just constantly dying and i don't know even when there's a lot of games that are frustrating and feels like it's just cheap shots um but here it felt more like if you paid attention to what you're doing for the most part like you could survive you just had to be a little bit patient and maybe some levels required more patience than others um, but the one thing we didn't get to play and is like known as like one of the the youtube videos they released is they have these music levels and they what happens is they'll play like a rendition of a famous song and mm. as you're jumping through the level the enemies you hit the enemies it like in time with the music exactly exactly so the one they released was uh what's the what's the survivor song from rocky eye of the tiger oh my gosh seriously <laughs> actually, so gonna, that sounds really great it's actually. amazing so so I'll, I'll we'll put a link to the the video in the show notes and when we're done i'll show you guys because okay, yeah. it, it, it was the thing that like got the game on my radar and uh, it's i i, I want to play it long enough just to play that level oh i'm sorry we missed out on yeah. that that sounds really good because i think i think the way it works is that each world has like one game level or sorry one music level okay um, and so it's different songs, but it, it's phenomenal. Um, this reminds me of the uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer is like a is a game that they keep talking about every now and then on Up Up Down Down. Um, what is it again? Crypt of the Necro Dancer. Okay, and it's a rhythm game. Okay, and you have to like hit like the move and attack buttons in time with the music, and then you like you'll kill like the skeletons and the orcs and stuff like as you move around the dungeon. But like, oh my god, I think your attacks and stuff like won't work if you don't do them on the beat with the music. Like and like all the enemies like move like to the beat of the music. Oh my it's god! It's supposed to be like really great. I don't know. We'll, we'll put a link to the, in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. haven't, I haven't played it, but I gotta try it. I don't know. I, I think it has like a cult following. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so you know, we we just scratched the surface. There's obviously tons and tons of stuff to play through. There are mini games we didn't get to. Mm-hmm. All kinds of things. You know, so we played I think four levels. So based on that, I mean, I think I'm super comfortable just recommending it as a super fun, like really polished game to play. Um, it's a little zany and whatever, mm-hmm. but I mean, I think for me, like it's well worth the money. So I don't know. What, how do you feel? No, I think it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I think, I don't know. Like, I feel like local co-op games as far as they go, like it's, yeah, I'd play it again. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, so if you would like to contact us, you can email us at feedback at lowerthorbit.fm. If you want to see the archive of the stuff we've talked about, um, all the other shows, all the audio shows, video shows, you can go to lowerthorbit.fm. All the, they're all listed on the site. Uh, we're on Twitter at Low Earth Show, and our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash show. Mm-hmm. Here's my question for you, sir. Yes. Uh, what target, I think we know what the target is, but so you can mm-hmm. officially say it. What okay. should our subscriber target be for YouTube? So when we hit 25, we did Fifth Element? And then yes. when we hit 50, we did Indiana Jones. And yes. then when we hit 75, we did Groundhog Day. Yes. I think pretty clearly it has to be 100. has to be 100. has to be 100. It has to be a good thing. I have a couple ideas. Yeah. I think we talked about them, but we want to talk about them off camera. Okay. So we're officially requesting people help us get to 100, and we'll do some kind of really awesome thing. Yeah. Um, we have ideas. But awesome. if you have ideas, also let us know what, what mm-hmm. you might want us to review. Um, retro review, because we didn't say that. <laughs> Those are all retro reviews. Okay. okay. All right. So... All right. We have a phone number. We have, yes, we have a voicemail line. So if you have opinions, you disagree with us, you agree with us, you have a suggestion for something you want us to review, whatever, you can leave us a voicemail. Our phone number is 573-880-4420. You can call us. You'll get this really awesome <laughs> voicemail <laughs> message, which we should probably professionally record instead of like the text-to-speech that we have now. But, but you can leave us a voicemail. If you leave us one, uh, we'll you- play it on the show.
I have a question for you. Mm. What do you think of Chris Pratt potentially doing Indiana Jones? Ooh, yeah, you told me about this a while ago. I think... By the way, for the record, we talked about that weeks before that, that rumor came out. So I'm pretty sure that we... We made that happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, think you could be, I think he could do a good job. Yeah, I think that he could. I think that... Well, so first of all, he seems like he's basically just going through and just like living the dream in terms of like the roles that right. he gets to play, right? It's like, who is his agent? Like, how does he get all Jurassic this? Jurassic Park. Yeah. yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Jurassic Lego, Park, yeah. uh, Lego movie. Yeah, it's just like, he gets to do all the cool like yeah. 80s childhood stuff that everybody's like so fired up about. Um, I think he could probably do a good job. I think honestly, the biggest danger with a new Indiana Jones movie would be like the writing. You know, yeah. I think they would need to like have something pretty great. Well, so they've got, you mentioned that they have the writer for Empire on... The new Star Wars. Yeah. But mm. did he also write Indiana Jones? Oh, I think he did, actually. So they could have him do that also. Wow. <laughs> He's going to be a busy guy. I mean, yeah, good pedigree, I guess. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. Okay. So you're, are you into it? I mean, there's no... Tra- it's not even confirmed. Is it a reboot? Uh, I think it would have to be. Yeah, unless like the first frame is like <laughs> killing somebody, but I think it would have to be. Um. Yeah, how would they? How would they do it if it wasn't a reboot? I, they could. Could, it could be like a prequel or something, and prequel go back to like the twenties, the eighteen eighteen hundreds. I mean, actually, it, I, guess, I guess. Well, what if you played like young Sean Connery? I mean, it would be tough. I mean, that character. He obviously, I don't think looks like a young Sean Connery, <laughs> but like, it, you know, that's the idea. Though, right? Is that young, like young Con, Con Connery? <laughs> Sean Connery. Sean Connery doesn't even look like that's true. Sean Connery. Yeah. Um, I don't know because was his dad an adventurer in the same vein? I mean, I don't think. Uh, what's the impression we're supposed to get from when we see him in uh, Last Crusade? I think he wasn't like. No, I think he was academic, wasn't he? Yeah. Wasn't the impression? Yeah. 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 Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, but, but, but could still be a young like. Harrison Ford, right? I mean, like, I mean, to meet him, and he's he's a professor at that point. Like, yeah. Well, there's, there's all, there was like a TV series that was like Young, young Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. yeah, and I remember a little bit of it. I don't think I ever actually saw any. I don't think it was very good. Was it? I, well, I mean, I was so young, and I just don't even. I mean, I, everything seems good. <laughs> I've, never, I've never heard anyone really like reminisce about. Oh, do you remember Young Indiana Jones, a TV show? Like nobody talks about it, which is a kind of a bad sign. I think I only remember like one scene. So I don't yeah. know. But yeah, I don't know. I think reboot could be cool. I think the last time we talked about it, I think I mentioned that it would be it'd be cool to see like a modern times yeah. reboot of Indiana. But then Jones. we figured out that was Uncharted. Basically, yeah, that would basically <laughs> be Uncharted, which would still be great. Which would still be great. Yeah. It's still, yeah, I still think actually. Be great. Well, so here's the question: If there was, if you, you know, we know Uncharted Four is coming this year. Sure. If they announced Indiana Jones, a new one was going to come, let's say in the next year or so. Okay. Which are you more excited for? Or do you can you not know without knowing more about Indiana Jones? Mm. I think I need to know more about Indiana Jones. Okay. I pretty much know what I'm getting with Uncharted. At Uncharted, yeah. But Indiana Jones is like a little after the Crystal Skull. It's like a little right. spotty in terms of like, do we actually like know how to make a good Indiana Jones movie anymore? But that's the same thing with Star Wars stuff, right? Yeah, and I, well, I mean, well, we haven't seen the new one. Yeah, so the new one. Be bad. If the prequels are any indication, we don't know how right. to make those kinds yeah. of movies anymore. <laughs> so true. I don't know. Okay. I'm optimistic right. though about the new Star Wars. I don't know. What about you guys? I think, yeah, you guys we're, I think we're all pretty positive about it, right? Like, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a big like. There's no heavy-handed morality. Is that the? Well, I mean, I'm, you, I'm, I'm a very big fan action of action movies, though. Basically, yeah. Right? I mean, as far yeah. as action movies go, the first three are not bad. So the guy who did, I think it was the guy who did Papers, Please, and uh, Lucas Pope. Yeah, um, I think he did the Six Degrees of Sabotage, like little mini game. I think I haven't heard of this. Yeah, it was interesting. So basically, it was like it shows you like a crowd of people. And there's like, most of them are just kind of anonymous. They're just like basically like gray outlines. But yeah. like, there's like five or six that are like really distinct looking. Yeah. Um, and so it shows you those people in like four or five different scenes. Okay. And at the 
what is it? At the end of it, I think it tells you one of them. Or you have to pick out which one is like the saboteur or something. Yeah, yeah I kind of have played fig- this. Yeah, and you have to figure out who the saboteur is based on like, okay, well, they were next to this person and that person was mm-hmm. standing next to this person. And then and you're like passing a message or something and just sort of like figure out like what the chain was between mm-hmm. who started with the message and who ended with the message. It is really hard if I remember correctly. Yeah, it can be kind of tough. But it's interesting because the whole game is just like observing the crowd, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, so it's kind of like that. So at the end, you just see stills of the character? No, they're animated. Okay, um, but they're. I mean, it's like on. It's, it's like very much in the style of his other games. You know, yeah. it's very like eight bitty. Yeah, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And it's a pretty simple animation, but they are yeah. animated. Um, and he he released a preview of his new game. What really? I yeah, know. it's. Uh, I forget. I'll have to look up the name. But okay. it's like Odin. Maybe we should look it up now. I don't know, but it's it's yeah. like it's like a one bit graphics, like old Mac style look to it. Hmm. It's like on the like the Republic of Times or uh, well high high resolution no color. Okay. So yeah, I guess yeah, kind of like Republic Times. Republic Times is not high resolution. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it's like super blocky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, huh. That's cool. I also kind of want to play Spy Party. I really want to do. That. I'm yeah. I yeah. Really is that Windows only though? I believe it is. They, I think there's shame. plans. There's a couple things. So they, he said eventually he's going to get to it. Sure. And I think a lot of people have used um, the, wine. Or yeah, it exactly. Yeah. Um. So the thing that's interesting, I think, about Spy Party is like how like asymmetric it is, right? Where it's like. The one player is trying to stay hidden, and the other player is like trying to find them. It's not like yeah. you know, it's not like playing like Goldeneye or something, right? Where it's like you're both trying to do the same thing, but just shoot yes. each other. Like the two different people, the two players have like very different goals. Yeah. Um, I heard about this other game. I think one of the Cards Against Humanity people tweeted about it. Okay. And it's uh, I think it's for the Oculus Rift, and okay. so you have one person uh who's wearing the headset, and in the game, like through the headset, they see like a bomb and their job is to defuse the bomb oh yes and then I've in a this. different yes. room yeah there's like a group of four or five people and they talk to the other person like yeah. over the radio and they have the instructions for how to defuse uh, the bomb yeah. and they have to talk them through it over the radio i'm like that sounds like a great That's game awesome. yeah. i think it's called keep talking and nobody dies or something or yes. like i don't know it's yeah. a great name too yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it just sounds so fun you're like oh my gosh it sounds really cool yeah actually that's awesome yeah I don't know. I, I don't know. I think that's. I just think it's interesting. I think it's an interesting trend that seems to be happening in like indie games like that, where it's like playing around with like, oh, well, what if what if each player in the game has like wildly different goals yeah. than like the yes. other players in the game? You yeah. know, oh, kind of cool. All right, good. The okay. Necro Dancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you next time. All right, so this week we're playing Rayman Legends for PS4. Uh, we played on the PS4, of all places. Oh, that's not, I don't know if it's the first one. We'll try that again. We're gonna try we played Rayman Legends for PS4 <laughs> on Xbox. <laughs> um, okay, well, so... Ha-ha, <laughs> 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 good point, Justin. Oh, we forgot we right. turned these on, so why the lighting's all messed oh, up. Oh, you're right. <laughs> You're so right. We can't turn them on now for continuity. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. You haven't seen that video. Oh, my God. Is it? it, uh, um, It's Bradley Cooper and Jimmy Jimmy Fallon Fallon can't stop laughing. And it's it's like outtakes from the episode. And they literally literally cannot stop laughing. Yeah, I need to write this down so I don't have to do this. I might actually have it. Do you? Or it's on the website, too. We could just go lower the right <laughs> Was that on the website? It's, it was no. on the show notes. That's probably faster than I'm doing. <laughs> We're literally <laughs> recording ourselves going to our website. Let's do it for ourselves. This is great. This is great TV.
Is this the show? Unlike the other stuff, right? <laughs> We've been swearing at TVs and setting audio levels. <laughs> There's a lot of wobbly bits in this game.